What's up, Jake Paulers? Welcome. Uh, this is Jasmine Watches YouTube. My name is Jasmine. I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, briefly, before I've been getting into like, before I get into like the strange overlap of Chris Hansen and Onision, which I don't even really know everything about. Don't call me an expert. I just wanted to say that I'm really sad um, because yesterday Kobe Bryant died. And I, when I think him, his daughter, seven other people that were on the helicopter, if you don't know by now, you need, you need, you know by now. I'm not even going to say if you don't know by now. Girl, you know by now. Um, it's really sad. I didn't think, so the, <laughs> it hit me on multiple levels. One, I'm a Laker fan. I don't care what you say, like half, like 99% of people on Guam are Laker fans. It's just part of the culture. <laughs> I love Kobe. There is literally no one better at the game than him. I always admired his, like, just the intelligence to go into the game and study the craft and, like, dedication to the craft in, like, beyond anything else I've ever seen. And I don't even see everything. Just the... It's like, yes, it's a passion, but passion fades and like even motivation ebbs and flows. We all know that. But just pure dedication and pure willingness to put in the work to be the best. And it, it showed. It's incredible, 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 incredible. I always admired that about him. And also like on another level, like my whole family would like watch Laker games. Like I was forced to watch them because we only had one TV and I had brothers and my dad. So I was like overruled. Like no one wanted to watch Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Like no one's like, yeah, Jasmine, put on Lizzie McGuire. We all want to watch that when there's a Laker game on. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I was sort of forced into it and then I got really into it. And that's like one of the things that made me closer with my father was watching Kobe play. It's, I mean, watching... Even if I've never seen it live, and that's a big regret of mine, but bitch, when was I going to go to a Laker game? I mean, hello. Um, yeah, so I was really sad about it. I am really sad about it. It's crazy how sad I am about it. I didn't think I could be this sad again. And I, I hate being sad. Like, it hit me. It hit me on a level that I I didn't think I could grieve like this. It's crazy. Because I didn't know Kobe personally. And I wasn't like a super fan. Like I know people who are fucking dedicated to this man. Like, But I also love him. And so it's. And I haven't felt this sad in a long time. So. So on top of being sad for him. And then being sad for his daughter. Who's so young. And then I'm just sad that I could feel this sad. I hate it. I hate feeling this sad. I have only felt this sadness two other times in my life. And I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I keep saying that. But I do. I don't like feeling like this. So I like try to push it off. And I'm like, you know, anyway. So... 
we mourn for Kobe in this household. My husband also is a huge Laker fan and he actually has seen Kobe play. It's he's lucky fucking bitch. Um, but you know what? We all live our lives, but I, I just, I've, it's terrible. I haven't woken up to news like that in a long time. And I haven't been this sad about a death in a long time. And I don't want to be sad about a death ever again. I hate it. So, um, really briefly, I just wanted to like talk about like when it first broke down, like when it first, when news broke, like I just wanted to find out everything I could about it. And then everyone's like tribute started pouring in online and that made me sad more sad than I saw like videos of everyone outside Staples Center in Los Angeles and then I just had to delete Twitter and um Instagram from my phone like I've tweeted from my desktop just like retweeting stuff um but after I made like my tweet and I saw all of that like as the hours like a few hours passed I just had to delete the apps because it felt I don't want to say grief porn, but I just did, but it it just, it just felt so sad. Like I didn't want to, I couldn't do it. I'm not that strong. I'm not strong like that anymore, guys. So I deleted the apps and I'm like, all right, I'll return on what at will later on. And I did return. I wanted to find out the names of the seven other people on the flight. So, um, They've been released now. It's been over 24 hours. John Altobelli, Carrie Altobelli, their daughter, Alyssa Altobelli, who was uh, Gianna Bryant's teammate, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, also on the, also a teammate of Gianna and Alyssa, and the pilot, Arrow Zabo, Zobayan. Sorry if I said that right or said that wrong. Sorry if I said that wrong. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Those are those are nine people that died in a crash like suddenly and they, everyone's saying that the weather was just bad. So people are like really mourning this. This is tough. What a way to start the year. Up until now my year is going pretty well. And it's still not terrible. But this is a tough one. Like, thankfully I was off yesterday, so I didn't have to go to work and, like, pretend. And it's still wild to me that I'm sad about this. But uh, I can't help what I can't help. I'm sad, dog. Moving on, I watched a video from this, I think his name is Mike Mark Morrison or something. He's a lawyer, and he's been making videos about this, like, Onision versus Chris Hansen thing. So I'll catch you up if you're unfamiliar. Um, not a lot of news has been published by, like, news sources about this, but I think that there should be more coverage because it's wild. So from my understanding... Chris Hansen of To Catch a Predator was like following Onision and like I think even went to Onision's house and Onision is like a YouTuber who's largely problematic. What I know about him, I don't watch him, but I know that he and Shane Dawson fought and 
I mean, like, look at him now. Shane Dawson is out here shattering beauty records and um, everyone is like licking his feet. <laughs> like everyone's so into this, all the docu-series that Shane Dawson is doing and Onision is being sought after Chris Hansen, who normally, um, who is tied to, to catch a predator, which is nuts. Like, so... One is being investigated over allegations of pedophilia, probably. I mean, like, hello? Pedophilia, hebophilia. Is it hebophilia? I'm not going to edit this episode, guys. So, sorry. <laughs> We're just going to have to roll with my thoughts. Um, and the other is uh, literally the king of YouTube, so... I know people who are subscribed to PewDiePie are like, shut up, bitch, he's not the king. Shane Dawson ain't shit. And you might be right. So here's what I got from thegamer.com. Um, Gregory Jackson, better known by his YouTube alias of Onision, uh, called 911 about uh, Chris Hansen when Chris Hansen went to his home. This is crazy. I mean, like, the scope and the audience that Onision has... If that were like a, a celebrity, like a mainstream celebrity, like entertainment news outlets would be all over this. Are you kidding me? Chris Hansen's at your house, bitch. But it's just like one of those levels that just doesn't translate, I guess, to mainstream media. Like they don't want to cover Onision. I don't know. Even like if this, say someone in your hometown had, I don't know how many subscribers that Onision has but let's say 600,000 I could be way off but let's just say someone in your hometown has 600,000 subscribers and then all of a sudden Chris Hansen shows up at their fucking front door like girl your news outlets gonna cover that at least they should um so that happened and then I think Onision like filed a lawsuit against Oh, he wanted um, a restraining order, protective order against Chris Hansen. He said he was stalking him and harassing him online. Onision said that Hansen was stalking him and harassing him online. And uh, just recently, like, they went to court for the protective order. But get this, bitch. This is so fucking funny to me. He's, he served the wrong Chris Hansen. Like, just a random guy named Chris Hansen who had to tell the judge, like, judge, can you dismiss this? Because I'm not the Chris Hansen that they're looking for. I'm just a man. I don't even know this onion boy. I don't know shit about anything except I have watched To Catch a Predator. And that's, like, the latest, like, court development in that series. But I'm like, how fucking stupid are you? Like, you shouldn't... How... You are representing yourself. My understanding is that he's rep representing himself in court. Onision is. Of course, Chris Hansen has a whole fucking law team. But um, you know what they say, bitch. A person who represents himself in court has a fool for a client. Like, you just been fooled, bitch. And you have to appear personally in court. So, like, people, there are photos of him, like, walking in and out of the courthouse. And I'm like, you look like a fucking fool. Take this L, bitch. I don't know him personally, but... Um, I watch videos, I, I watch like, there's like some like strange situation happening with him and like his girlfriend and 
they like look young and he's like messaging young girls let me look at the gamer article who might shed some more light but that's like what i've absorbed from my watching of some of these videos the most recent video on this i watched was like again that like law firm guy who said who just updated everyone that onision served the wrong chris hansen what a fucking rookie move you dumbass that's just like on its face is just so stupid like if i'm a judge and this is why you shouldn't represent yourself unless you like are a fucking lawyer but like they advise against it bitch because there are so many rules to go about the rules of the court are not like it's not svu but suv i almost said suv bitch but it's not like svu like you're not fucking marishka hargitay out here or my favorite da was barba of course and um alex i forgot her last name but she's married to bobby flay i hate bobby flay so fucking much um but that woman who's really like wife of bobby flay who played the da in svu seasons ago bitch she's my favorite you know like you're not alex i think that's her name you're not bobby flay's wife you this isn't gonna be solved in like an hour bitch like come on are people like ridiculously stupid or are they ridiculously stupid it's just it's just bonkers to me like if i'm a judge and i'm like okay you want a protective order you're representing yourself you didn't serve the right chris hansen and i'm pretty sure the judge knows who the fuck chris hansen is we all watch to catch a predator and you want to protect and then she's like yeah for sure dismiss this bullshit i don't even know if the judge is a woman i'm just assuming you know lady justice any way let's move on to like what is happening now so i guess onision married a woman they divorced in 2010 he met and married a woman known as laney bot the pair would have two children together and laney bot would come forward as a gender and begin moving begin going by the name of kai so kai and onision they like take in a 15 year old girl named sarah and both a 15 year old girl and onision and kai would be accused of grooming her for sex yikes at the same time the couple would face similar controversy of their relationship um Then, in late 2019, Chris Hansen would take an interest in the case, hosting some of Onision's accusers and former associates on his YouTube channel, Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. Girl, so Chris Hansen has a YouTube channel and Onision still couldn't serve him the papers? You couldn't email him that? I guess you can't. I think you have to be personally served. And then in January 9, on January 9, Henson went to Onision's house. Rather than facing Hansen, Onision immediately contacted authorities. This is, again, according to thegamer.com. As if things couldn't get worse for the defamed YouTuber, reports have recently surfaced that one of, ja- uh, one of his children fell from a second-story window and sustained a head injury
Oh, so thegamer.com reports that Onision hasn't said much about the controversies. Once start, things started heating up, he made a series of strange videos, pretended to be pretended to cry and claim that he needed to retire from YouTube. Um, and that's where we're at. It's just a strange crossroads of a YouTuber being investigated by a well-known TV personality, dare I say, journalist online. This is like real life stuff that isn't getting a lot of coverage. And I think it's insane. And it won't get a lot of coverage right now because we're all mourning Kobe Bryant and Gianna's death and everyone else who was on the flight. Um, the coach, the players, um, and their parents. <sighs> I saw a tweet. Okay, I won't talk about it yet. But just to wrap up the Sonision stuff, like this is nuts. This is sort of I don't know anything like this that has ever happened in YouTube history. Like, tell me another time that Barbara Walters or Anderson Cooper was investigating a YouTuber. None, bitch. Chris Hansen's here. He's queer and he's investigating. I don't know if he's queer. Um, that's not defamation, Chris. I just like was trying to find a word that rhymed. Um, so Chris Hansen, I mean, hello. I should subscribe to that Chris Hansen channel. But this is what I wanted to talk about. It's just nuts how this isn't getting a lot of coverage, I think. What else do I want to say about it? It's it's a wild case. I will be following along not very closely bitch but if i was a true crime podcast um i would be following this this is nuts this is unprecedented legal territory and youtube territory and to catch a predator territory no one i don't think anyone on to catch a predator is as well known as onision or at least like all of them are like really creepy guys like that nobody knows about right like they're just like your fucking next door neighbor or whatever like they're not out here building a presence online and i i'm just baffled by it why are like this is it's also like the allegations are disturbing to me you're like grooming a teen to have sex with that's nuts dude that's like not okay um Adults should not fuck minors. That's just a general rule out there. Let's not do that. So I'm stunned. Okay, going back to Kobe, since we're all still sad about it. I saw a tweet that said something like TMZ broke the news about Kobe and Gianna's death before Vanessa, his wife, and Gianna's mom knew. And if that's true, then I think we need to take a hard look at ourselves, guys. I think as consumers of news, I think we have to show newsmakers that that's unacceptable. But it's hard to do. Because it's hard to... Like, I feel like we all need a crash course in media literacy. That would help everyone a lot. But I think we're too far gone from that. Uh, to break the news of someone's death before the family knows, like the immediate family knows, that is heinous. But the thing is, like, TMZ isn't really known for ethics. 
Um, so they're not too mad about it. They're cashing their checks and they told the story. That's, that's the gig. But I don't know how we as consumers are going to break it down. Like, I know that's the gig, but can we at least have some respect or some deference and give that to families? It's tough. In in cases like this, like how do you hold your tongue until the family knows? And then what do you do from there? You let the family give the statement and report what they want to report, I think. But even, I mean, everyone's jumping on the story. I, I This morning I, I saw the Washington Post had a story about the... Basically, they had a transcript of what was um, said between the pilot and the, like, other airline officials. You know what I mean? And everyone's just trying to find out. And some people are seeking out that information, trying to find out and trying to find it for comfort. Other people maybe more salacious reasons. But it's not like the news can filter out who wants, who like, the consumers. Like, you can't filter consumers who want it to give them comfort and then not show the same news to someone who might be wanting it for other reasons that aren't necessarily you just have to give the news but like do you have to give the news it's all crazy it's all I question it but then I don't think that sites like TMZ or the shade room as the tweet talked about can be can be shut down like that. I don't know how. I don't know how because people, the these days we want information immediately and we react on informi- information that's given to us immediately. Like everything that's reported on the ground, like it benefits the whole report to wait and get all sides of the story and then talk about it or and then report it. That's just beneficial. But he who gets the information out first gets those eyeballs and they get that those clicks and so everyone sort of has to just keep up and then update and update and update I don't know if there's like a middle ground I don't know how we can rectify that as a people as a society maybe there's a way maybe there's a way I don't know it but if you know it let me know I have a website you can check it out if you want I mean it's really just about like me trying to figure out how to get um eyelashes on and talking about thrifting it's jasmine at nauseam.com uh you can follow me on twitter or instagram the links will be the show notes to my instagram handle my twitter handle and the website i feel absolutely terrible about those people that died in the crash so once again their names ara zobayan the pilot peyton chester who was a teammate on the mamba academy i think sarah chester who was peyton's mother christina mauser the coach Alyssa altobelli a teammate her mom carrie altobelli and her dad john altobelli and of course kobe and gianna i feel really sad guys i hope you're feeling okay Maybe you, like, don't give a fuck about Kobe. Um, So this was a waste of your time. But thanks for wasting time with me. I appreciate it. 
Uh, I'll see you in the next one. Let's figure out what's going on with Onision. Is he a predator? Is Chris Hansen the true investigative journalist that we needed on YouTube? I will find out. Also, I watched the uh, Christy Carlson Romano's video with Lelaine, and it was wild. It was, like, so cringy. Lelaine, what I got from that video is that Lelaine seems like a s- insufferable person. Like, she just seems like a one-upper. And I'm like, that's, who wants to hang out with you? Um, and apparently it's impossible. That was, none of this makes sense. So I'm going to leave now. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Have a great week. And have as good of a day as you can if you're sad. Okay, bye!